With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. Good morning or good afternoon or good evening whenever you're listening to this. Welcome back or welcome to our podcast if it's your first time listening. This is Taylor. Hey, this is Chad. And we are joining you for another episode, but also our first episode yep. of the new year and also of our new title for our podcast. Yeah. So we are going to be actually renaming our podcast to Balanced and Better. Woo I love it. I love it. <laughs> and the reason we're, we're changing our podcast title is because we have so many non-teachers and non-educators who listen to us. Yeah. And we just feel like teach, lead, coach... As much as we've loved that, we felt like it, you know, made people who were not teachers, leaders, or coaches maybe feel unwelcome. And so much of our content is just about life and being balanced, being better, you know, life, love, leadership, communication, mm-hmm. all of these topics are things we really want to open ourselves up to dive into mm-hmm. without pigeonholing ourselves into only talking about teaching or education. And that's a good one. Thanks for the opening, Taylor. And I'm excited, everybody, in the new year to tell you some of the things also I want to reassure all of our current listeners for that is that we're going to like the four pillars we were using, like, you know, the mind, the body, the growth. And then with exception of the teaching practices, we're going to still be hitting a lot of those with our Balanced and Better uh, podcast episodes with you. So please, if you like a lot of what we're doing, we're going to still have a lot of some of the same and some new stuff, too, to help keep you engaged, interested and fired up about listening to our podcast. Definitely. And feel free to give us feedback. We love hearing from you. So, okay, let's start in with our our announcement. We're talking about all kinds of fresh starts today. So this episode title is called Fresh Start, New Year, New You. Yeah. And speaking of fresh starts, on 1123, we got married. Yeah, high five, (laughs) man. Yeah. So do you want to tell them a little bit about our marriage, our wedding? Yes, I would love to. Thanks, Taylor. So we went down. We love New Orleans. For those of you that are avid listeners or are our new listeners, we love NOLA, which is just New Orleans, Louisiana, for those of you out there that are familiar with the NOLA acronym. We were there. We visited there three times, right, babe? Third trip. And uh, we got engaged down there in the past and had pictures taken from an amazing photographer, Sarah. Thank you. And then came back, made a commitment to come back. Um, and get married on one, one, two, three. For those of you out there that are kind of like nerds like us, for math nerds, Fibonacci. It's the Fibonacci theorem, right? Of like one, one, two, three. So it's we love that. We picked that day, the new year, and our date. So we went under the tree of life in Audubon Park. It's beautiful. You haven't seen it. 
um, go check it out sometime if you're going to go tour New Orleans in this beautiful, what is it, 300, 400 years old, babe? It's pretty... Yeah, I think it was close to 400 years yeah, old. It was gorgeous. Gorgeous uh, live oak that we picked out on a pe previous trip. And we got married with one of our favorite people in the world, Ellie, Ellie Barnes. Shout out to Ellie. She did a great job marrying us on 1123, and Sarah was there to take pictures. And we even had people walking by to seeing our uh, best day, an amazing day, and then our wedding day. It was awesome on 1123. And that day, it couldn't have been any better, huh, babe? It was just also, but I mean, a little bit of overcast that I was worried, right? Sidebar yes. here, a little overcast. But then Taylor, as a photographer, right, mm -hmm. also said, Chad, that's when you get the best pictures. And we got those back already from Sarah, and we're excited to share those with our family and friends. So I was so excited. I'm just excited and proud to be Taylor's husband and Mr. Cox and Mrs. Cox. Yes. Anything you want to add in there, babe? No, I was excited. I still am excited. It's our one week anniversary. Yes. <laughs> and we've just been talking a lot about our new podcast direction and mm -hmm. how we want to serve you all this year and all of our listeners. Thanks, baby. And I don't forget, like our previous episodes, after this new news and new year, I'm going to start off with a quote before I turn it over to Taylor and then we go into our keys to a fresh start this year. Okay, everybody? So here we go. Um, the quote I'm going to use today that we thought was apropos for um, the new year and this new episode is, don't use your energy to worry. Use your energy to believe. Use your energy to help others. Use your energy to inspire others. Use your energy to think positively. Use your energy to get things done. And lastly, use your energy to love your family. So thank you. I'm sorry about it being so long, but it was one that we thought was powerful, motivational, and inspirational. What do you think about that, Taylor, with that energy and that long quote? It, well, first of all, let's take the word energy. I, I love the word energy because that's what we all, that's what we have. That's mm -hmm. what we have every single day to give. And we can give our energy to hate and anxiety and fear and stress and anger, or we can give our energy to these beautiful things that were mentioned, believing, helping others, inspiring, positive thinking, you know, getting the things done that you want to get done and loving other people, especially your family and friends. I agree. And I think that's what's going to propel us forward with our new year, our, our pivot and new name of our podcast. And I, I'm excited about everything that's new, fresh, and where we're headed. Because like you said, Taylor, that energy propels all of us every day. And we're helping to positively influence everybody's energy level as they move forward with the new year and the new you. Absolutely. So we're going to start by talking about why resolutions fail. So yeah, Good point. I'll answer maybe my reason a little bit, and then you can. Go ahead, man. Hear what you think. Go ahead, so, Mrs. Cox. <laughs> why, why do New Year's resolutions fail? I mean, I don't even have the exact statistic, but I know that most people don't follow through with their resolutions. I think most resolutions have already failed within the first week. And I think a lot of this goes back to all or nothing thinking and just feeling like if I mess up once, then I might as well give up and try in 2024 because it's too late. I've already screwed up for this year, mm -hmm. you know, or just thinking, oh, I failed once. I can't do this. You know, there's no point in doing this. I can't change. Just kind of that negative thinking cycle of, mm -hmm. of spiraling that if I don't do it perfectly, then I might as well just give up because I can't do it. Great point. And I like all those, Taylor. Thanks for sharing. Um, a couple of things I'd add on to that is that, that I've been in my mind kind of reflecting as you're talking and you had some great, great points is, you, you know that quote, babe, about a goal without a deadline is just a wish? Yeah. So, because one of the things you've helped you're teach right. me, and I know we've talked about over the past year mm -hmm. in our podcast, you got to have some specific goals, the spe specificity, specificity, right? Is that a word? Is that, yes. Did I get the word right, babe? I think you all know what I'm saying. Anyway, is it being able to be specific in the details of what 
you're doing with your goal. And then putting it, like we talked about smart goals in education. Mm-hmm. I know there's smart goals in business too for everybody out there. That it's specific, measurable, action related, right? And then you have a realistic timeline and then you got the timeline, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that if you make it the resolution, a goal and some deadlines to it and be specific and then have some ways like you've taught me to, to measure it. And like along the way, daily, weekly, monthly. And then I think sometimes also the last word I'll say that why they fail, babe, sustainability. I think that, and, and we're big into this, Taylor and I love as far as green things and things that you can do that last a long time and not just uh, in our society in America, like the at, uh, uh, planned obsolescence, they call it, right? Where I get it and it's obsolete within a month mm-hmm. or a week or a few days. And then we just, what we do, we take it and throw it out and get a new mm-hmm. one. So why can't a goal or a resolution, you got to be able to sustain it over the short term and long term and have goals and measures and deadlines in between to keep you going. And I think the other thing, last thing I'll say is I said there was two, I, I apologize. A third thing is rewarding yourself when you have successes mm-hmm. that I think is awesome. The people that I've learned over the last year too, rewarding yourself in little bitty ways, little celebrations and rewards to help hit your benchmarks along the way. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Great thoughts, babe. Thank you. Okay. So keys to a fresh start. We have eight of them. Yeah. Chad, you want to kick us off with number yeah. one? I'm going to start off with number one. All right, here we go. First one, this is important. Let go of last year. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, 2022 is over. However, what I would suggest you do, and Taylor and I do a good job of this, is this word right here I'm going to lead out with is reflect. Look back. It's like you're looking at your reflection in the mirror or in the rearview mirror. Look back on last year, things that you learned from last year, okay? Lessons learned. Take some of the good things that happened and some things that you learned from, like lessons and things that you can improve on. And then you just need to be thinking about that and then also let it impact what you're thinking and how you're going to move forward to like not make those mistakes from the past. Because I'm a history teacher from the past, for those of you that don't know, is learning from the mistakes of the past year and then learning from them to put some good goals moving forward. So let go of last year after you've reflected on it. And Taylor's much better at this than I am, but I want to be better in this new year at this. Writing down in your own hand, typing it up if you're a typer or writing in your own hand in a journal to reflect on lessons learned and things that didn't go well or did go well, and then taking that and then thinking about it and then letting it propel you forward in 2023 on how you're going to set out some really great goals and your fresh start for the new year. Mm -hmm. Anything you want to add on that, Taylor, before you go on to your next one? No, I think that's great. You know, the balance of, speaking of balance. Yes. The balance of reflecting on last year and also letting it go as well. And not just last year, but all the years. You need to let go... Of the past. Of the past. And a lot of that, you know, may involve... That's so much easier said than done. Yes. So much easier said than done. And I think that a lot of that work can really be done with a a counselor, a therapist, a coach, somebody to help you get to where you're going. There's no shame in getting help. It's actually a real sign of strength, I think, when you know when you need somebody to help you along. Yeah, I, I love that. Great tip. Okay, number two. A morning routine. So this has been something that I have been sticking with for the last seven days that yeah. I'm really proud of. I'm proud of you. You're doing yes, good, Yes, because morning routines, they're hard for me. It's hard for me to get out of bed. It's hard for me to stay motivated. I often lay in bed and make excuses like, well, I could always, you know, do it later. Snooze I could, button, right? I yeah. could just snooze. I stayed up late last night. I'm not feeling that good. I've got a big day ahead. You know, an extra 20 minutes would be great. Like, I deserve this. Coming up with all the reasons why I deserve the extra sleep and don't really need to get out of bed. Mm -hmm. But I've just been forcing myself. Actually, a little simple trick I've 
been doing is just having Chad when he gets out of bed because he's good about it. Mm-hmm. Having him turn on his lamp because once the lamp's on, I'm up. I'm like yeah. the lights on. Okay, I'm going. I'm getting up. So yeah. him turning on that lamp has been like my cue. Okay, I got to get up. Mm-hmm. So I get up and I really focus on my mental health in the morning. And Chad, you can talk how you focus more on your physical health. Sure. Um, for my mental health routine, I really focus in on I meditate, I journal. I, you know, spend some time reading. I write some things down. Like, I really spend some time just on the couch, meditating, doing some work with my mental health. And take about half an hour to do that. And it just makes so much difference every single day for me. Yeah, it's a great fresh start to your day, isn't Mm -hmm. it, babe? Yeah. So, and I love how you do that. And then for me, ladies and gentlemen, just about my morning routine, as part of being helpful, being right there to motivate, you know, my wife and the coach as her coach is like, she keeps telling me like her life coach and like helping her out is that once that alarm goes off, I'm going to like sell a little thing right here by Mel Robbins that we just recently read her book, The High Five Habit. But she also had another book she mentions in that book that she wrote before that called The Five Second Rule. And for those of you out there that are that have read her about her or seen her speak, the five second rule that I thought was interesting and it seems so simple is whatever you're getting ready to do that you're afraid of or you need to go do real quick is that she just say five, four, three, two, one, do it. And I mm-hmm. thought that was interesting that for those of you that are like doing that, then get up in the morning and do that when you get out of bed. Like I've used that and it's not even the five, four, three, two, one countdown. But if you need a countdown, go ahead. And then it makes you get up and then you turn on that light because I know it's mm-hmm. counting, Taylor's counting on me. And I'm going to do that because I have a responsibility and I need to get responsibility to myself and to her that just get up. And then what I do is go down immediately, you know, go get those vitamins in me, go downstairs. And I have an app that talks about me doing a workout that I get on and get my AirPods in and then just get down there and then get going on it. Because once you, and then another thing I'm going to tell you I do that I kind of skipped over is my workout clothes. This was a tip I've got from other people that have a morning routine established is leaving your workout clothes in the morning or if the clothes that like Taylor says she's going to go do her mental health stuff, they're right there next to the bed or at the end of the bed or right next to your bed or easily the night before. So you can quickly grab them and you don't have to go through the room, the closet, or try to quietly run around the house because you don't want to wake up your kids, right? So having that right there and doing some preparation the night before to help make your morning routine nice and smooth and easy and not stressful or anxiety ridden. And here's another tip that Mel told us about, Mel Robbins. Don't pick up and grab your phone or start looking at your phone first thing in the morning before you do anything else. And I'm even someone that leads people and is a supervisor and you just don't pick up your phone and start looking at it right away. Mm -hmm. Please just don't do that. Do all the things we just said about doing it. Anything else you want to add on that, babe, before I go to number three? No. Okay. Thank you. Point number three. Okay, don't forget that this fresh start and this fresh new year, ladies and gentlemen, this is something you need to do each day is a fresh start. So if you're listening to this and you already try to start into some resolutions from January 1st to like now the 8th, even if you've had some like setbacks or some challenges, don't forget each day that we're talking about from like Taylor's previous point that we both discuss as a morning routine, each morning a new day is a fresh start. Please don't feel like you got, oh, I got to wait till this week or, oh, wow, I blew that already and this week or that month. Don't forget that each day we get up, it's a new day. Like, was it Carpe Diem, right? Seize the day. You have a fresh start to come out with your mindset different. If you had a bad day the day before or had a setback, something happened January 2nd or January 5th, the next day, January 9th is a new day and realize that you can start this stuff that we're talking to you about tomorrow. So don't feel like you have to, oh, it's over already. And wow, I can't do it. It's blown out of the water. My year's already going to be horrible because some bad happened or I had a bad decision or someone told me some bad news on the third day of the new year. Please get that rid of that mindset and realize each day's a new fresh start.
Let's give an example, babe. So for my New Year's resolution, one of them was, I had a few, but my main one was, and this is hard for me, if you work with me professionally, you'll probably be like, I can't believe Taylor has a hard time with that because I'm very professional at work. But in my personal life, I sometimes have a bad mouth and I like to cuss. Yeah. So I decided in the new year, I'm going to not be cussing anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, New Year's Day, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go on this goal. Well, we have a, what, 12 and a half, 13 hour car ride home. Yep. And I get food poisoning. I won't get into the details, <laughs> yeah. but I'm literally, we're pulling over on the interstate every 10 minutes for me to throw up. Yep. And I'm just cussing up a storm. I'm just like, this is ridiculous. Cussing. And I could have been like, well, I've already blown it for the year. But I was like, you know what? I'll cut myself some slack. That was a bad start to the new year. We'll just start over on the second. And I've done great. I have to applaud everybody. Thank you for telling that story, babe, because we can laugh at it now. And, and believe me, ladies and gentlemen. It was not funny at the time. It was not funny at the time. And me trying to help my new wife with her... Food poisoning was not funny and enjoyable at the time because we really, it was serious and she was, luckily, you know, we could get, you know, her to a point where she was comfortable and we made it through it and I'm proud of you, Taylor. We did power through, but wow, she was really getting hit hard and I was there for her and I was excited that she can at least make it through it. And then as far as the cussing thing, she was doing great leading up to that. But I say, hey, you got to have a reprieve there and Mm -hmm. cut it loose for that day because you had a special circumstance or I know your biggest challenge is when something bad doesn't go your way like abruptly or Uh like, for example, another one Taylor tries is like, hurts herself or stubs her toe or burns herself that's where her biggest challenges lie you know it was like immediate knee-jerk reaction where the word comes out right so you've been doing great on that babe like reflecting in this first week besides that for your point that i give you a reprieve on because you've been doing really great and keeping that body mouth nice and clean yeah. thank you yeah you're welcome okay number four detox social media yeah this is a good one and this is one we discussed whether or not we should put in there. And we decided that, yes, it does fit in with a key to a fresh start. And here's why. So in the new year, Chad got rid of his a few months ago. Mm -hmm. Like your Instagram, your Facebook. You still have, what, Twitter, right? Yes, I do. You still use Twitter professionally. I got rid of my Facebook and my Instagram. Um, I may bring back the Instagram for our business. We're discussing that. But Mm -hmm. getting rid of the Facebook has been really helpful for us. Mm -hmm. Um, I think both of us, especially me, with just not scrolling, not comparing my life to other people's, not, you know, just getting sucked into the negativity and people just being rude, nasty. And it's just there's so much negativity. It makes it really hard to have a fresh start. You know, your time hops coming up. Maybe it's things you want to see. Maybe it's things you don't want to see. Maybe people make a comment that's not nice. I mean, all these things can help pull you back into old negative habits and old ways of thinking. And just cutting all of that loose, there's something so freeing about it. Mm -hmm. So definitely consider just completely eliminating your social media for a week, a month, a year, whatever it takes. Just start small or, you know, limit your time, delete the app from your phone. All of that is way more life-changing than what you even realize until you actually do it. I agree. And I'm not going to say anything on that because I think we just don't have a lot. We could do a whole separate podcast on mm-hmm. that because I think, Taylor, I'm proud of you, babe, for what you're doing with that and how you're doing on that because I know that that could be really a tough thing and the dopamine people get and the rush people get and then the allure of it to attract people to that because it is just part of our society and world. But I'm proud of you for – I mean, anybody out there also that's doing it and what Taylor's doing now, hey, take it one day at a time. Like we said earlier at a previous point, number three – it's each day and then making sure that you can kind of maybe stair-step your way off of that, okay? You don't have to cold turkey, but, you know, if you can, great. If not, 
you know, try your best to make sure you slow it, take it back a notch, and maybe some time on it. Point number five. This is something we learned also in the new year with this reading Mel Robbins book called The High Five Habit. So we want to put a plug out there for the, we read her book on Audible, Taylor and I did together on our way down and back at, and even while we we're in New Orleans about, this is something that I think that I wanted to tell you that it's been inspiring to me. And I know Taylor too, and I too both have been daily habits of adopting some tips that Mel Robbins put out there in this book. Um, and letting you know that each morning, I'll just kind of put a, like a highlight in here for point number five, is you getting up each morning before you get out of bed and starting the morning routine we mentioned previously, putting your hand on your heart, this is one of the tips, and saying, Chad, you are loved, you are okay, you are safe. That's one thing she says to do. Both hands are one hand on your heart, okay, to tell you that, to say that to yourself out loud or in your mind before you get up. And then you just put your name in there and say those things. And then when you get up before you start your day and start getting on your phone or going to do your morning routine for mental health or for physical health, look in the mirror and high five yourself. And then look at yourself and say, hey, I got this. Hey, you're enough. Or whatever mantra you want to come up with. You got this. You're enough. You, I'm going to have a great day. And then high five yourself in the mirror. So if you want to learn more about it, go to her website or listen to her podcast or read her book. But it's been something that's been very inspiring. And then she also has a high five challenge you can take to get some support from her or other people out there doing it. But it is something I think that will help get you going and then keep you like per our new title and how we're pivoting now mm-hmm. on our podcast, more balanced and better way of life to get you started every day and keep you motivating yourself because you've got to be looking out for you, number one. I know it sounds kind of selfish and self-serving, but you can't go out and help other people, coach other people, lead other people, or help others without taking care of yourself first. Absolutely. And I think it definitely seems like that's really dumb. I'm not going to do that. But read the book mm-hmm. and try it. Yep. And I'm telling you, it's life-changing. Like, I've only been doing it, what, seven days? Maybe longer than that. Maybe yeah. two weeks probably now. Yeah. started about yeah. two weeks ago. And I've even noticed, like, normally, you know, I walk into the mirror, I've got my glasses on, and normally I just think, like, my first thought is like, ugh, I look so ugly. But now, like, I noticed a couple days ago, I walked in and I'm like, I look so cute with my glasses. Like, so yep. cute and just weird, but, like, in a cute way. Yeah. And I just remember my first thought was, like, I'm, like, cute instead of, ugh. Yeah. So I think that that was, I'm like, wow, I would have never thought that before. Yeah, that's another that's good point about your mindset and the way you approach right things, right, babe? Exactly. Perspective. That was another great point you made. Yeah, and not hating on yourself first yeah. thing in the morning. Yeah, and speaking of that, that's going to help you save me in the next point too, right? Definitely. Okay, yeah. number six. This also comes from Mel Robbins, but it's probably my favorite out of all these tips that I've started using that's really been helpful. And it's just the phrase, I'm not thinking about that. So when you start thinking negatively, you start thinking a thought from the past, you start thinking about, you know, I can't do this, I'm ugly, I'm going to fail at this, oh, everything, nothing ever goes my way, or you start thinking about something that you shouldn't be thinking about, you just tell your mind, nope, I'm not thinking about that, and then you move on. And if you ha- sometimes I have to say it a couple times, because then my mind's like, no, we are going to think about that. And then I'm like, no, we're not thinking about that. And then my <laughs> mind's like, yes, we are. I'm like, no, we're not thinking about that. And then I'll start bringing myself back to the present and I'll think about forward. I just keep thinking about moving forward. What am I going to do next? What are Chad and I going to do next? What are we going to do this weekend? Or what's going to be our next trip? Or I start Mm -hmm. thinking about something that excites me Mm -hmm. instead of something that pulls me down. I love that. And and one of the things, I'll just piggyback on it because I know that Taylor's saying that. You didn't mention, you said in your mind, but she says that you can say it out loud too, Mel said. You can either say it in the mirror or just say it to yourself out loud no matter where you're at. I'm not thinking about that. And I love, Taylor, Mm -hmm. you mentioned about repeating it a second or a third time. Yeah, as many times as you need to. And that's a critical point for those of you out there that Taylor and I right now are kind of talking to you, the people in the audience that are 
if this is a challenge for you, this point number six, and please know that we're here with you and for you, that if you're constantly a pessimist or you like to think of worst case scenario first or the worst possible thing that could happen or dwelling on the negative or bad things in this world or in your life or with your family or friends, this is the tip and point for you. I'm not thinking about that. And like Taylor said, repeat it. And then I think it takes time. Don't you agree, babe? That if you just got to keep repeating that in your mind and in your out loud till you just start thinking about like Taylor, the tip I like you before I go to point seven that you said is you shift your mindset to something else positive that you yeah. either have done in the past or you're getting ready to do. I'm going to think about that. I have to give my mind something else to latch onto or it's just going to keep getting I love into that. that negative thought. I love that tip for our listeners out there, like shifting it to something else and not mm-hmm. letting yourself dwell on that other thing that you just think is right there in front of you yes. you can't get off of or fixate on. Great exactly. tip. So point number seven, um, this one, we're talking about focusing on a goal. That we talked about earlier about resolutions, right? And then we love the word better, uh, better about uh, being a goal or something that you're going to do. If you'd like that word or call it what you'd like, but we like the word goal. Focus on the one goal that will propel you forward the most in the new year. Mm-hmm. So in order to have a fresh start in a new year and a new you, that you need to, and we said one here. So think about that one thing when you sit down, and then Taylor and I have done this already in this first week and before we started the new year in our new life as, as a married couple, mm-hmm. that on the, like your priorities, like you can list a long list, write it down or type it down and then like put it, print it out or have it written in front of you make a copy of it. That one goal that will propel you forward. Like for example, Taylor given her story. I loved her story about like trying to cut back on cussing or profanity or just talking dirty, you know, like those are the things like that, that she is like, and then all of a sudden she and I started talking about how her doing that has helped her achieve goals in other areas of her life with your habits or things that you're watching to try to improve whether it's between us as a relationship or as a professional or as mm-hmm. a parent or as a teacher, I think it's great that that's impacting one of her priorities and goals that her doing that is actually impacting in a positive way, other things in her life. Mm-hmm. So I love the fact that the focus part is to help you be more balanced and a better person every day is narrowing your focus. And please don't, after you listen to this, ladies and gentlemen, go put 10 goals down or seven goals down. Like they say, it's what did we discussed before the episode, babe, three to five. But I know if you want to put your number one down first, think about how to prioritize mm-hmm. those and which one you want to do first. that will have the most impact on your daily life first. Let me then, give an example. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Give an example. So here's a good example. A lot of people focus their goals on health-related goals. Yeah. Now, if I tell myself, okay, I'm going to work out every single day for an hour, I'm not going to eat any sugar. I'm not going to drink any alcohol. I'm only going to drink water. I'm going to completely cut out all my carbs. I'm also going to make sure I'm eating, you know, lean meats. And you go on this whole stretch of 10 different things you're going to do for your health goal. Mm -hmm. I can guarantee you're not going to be doing that goal come February. Because it's just too many different things. It's too hard. Not sustainable. No. But if you say, okay, what's one goal that would help push my health in the right direction? Okay, I'm going to move my body for 30 minutes a day. If you move your body 30 minutes a day, you're going to double think before you eat that cookie. You're going to be like, okay, okay, I could have the cookie, but then I'm going to have to work out more. It's going to undo everything I just did. Maybe I shouldn't have that. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't your goal. Your goal was just to move 30 minutes a day. But doing that goal is like a domino effect. It's going to help your other goals. It's going to boost your metabolism, boost your mindset, boost all these other things. Mm -hmm. So if you're, for me, if you're thinking health-wise... Focus on one thing, move your body 30 minutes a day, and it will in turn help you eat healthier, mm-hmm. help you think through other things better. So just focus in on the one thing that's going to domino affect everything else. 
And I love that, babe. Thank you for saying that. And it makes me go back and reflect on point number two that Taylor mentioned earlier was your morning routine. Mm -hmm. The one thing I'll say about that is that one goal. Let's say that after this episode, you go write down your one goal like Taylor just gave, a specific smart Mm -hmm. goal that's for the morning routine. That will impact your life. Wouldn't you agree, babe? Yes. For the rest of your day, tomorrow, like or even next week. If you set out and start that really awesome morning routine with a really clear, specific goal for your morning routine, that will impact you a lot. For that one goal, if you start that right away. Or the one, like you said, moving 30 minutes. Those are great examples. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Okay, our last one, number eight, a cord cutting meditation. This is a good one if you're struggling with, you know, negative thinking or thinking about the past. Maybe you've had a breakup. Maybe you've lost a really close friend or, you know, maybe you've lost a person in your life or there's just some negativity toward an event or people of your past. You know, a cord cutting meditation is extremely powerful. So where do you find these and what are they? It's basically just a guided visual meditation to help you overcome past traumas, past hurts. And you can find them for free on YouTube on my favorite app is Insight Timer. Mm -hmm. Um, It's got like a little singing bowl as its picture, but there's thousands of free meditations on there. They're all free. So just look up you know, cord cutting meditation on either Insight Timer or YouTube or any other meditation app you use. And then just follow along. And you may need to do it daily, weekly, whatever it takes. But those can be extremely powerful and helpful in keeping you going on your fresh start. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm a, I'm, I'm even learning from that. From like, I remember mm-hmm. you, what, we did that and you helped me with it? Yeah, we did one, yeah. We practiced that cord cutting meditation. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That was really powerful. I do them often, yeah. I love it. Yep. Thank you. All right. So, hey, everybody, those are eight tips, and I'm going to run through them real quick here on the, uh, before I do this summary, I have an announcement that I want everybody to hear is that um, I want you to know that, you know, my, I, you know, as a, for a, a day job, you know, I'm a principal at a pre-K-8 school, but also this new year, I'm focusing more on, I want to do life coaching and that's like a goal and dream of mine that I want you to know that anybody that's out there looking for any kind of coaching, consulting from me that I want you to know I'm out here and putting this out here for you, for all of our listeners and anybody that you want to talk to, family or friends to do coaching. And I want to do it because I feel like it's something I'm good at, strong at, and I would love to be able to help you in any way, shape or form as far as helping you with your life. Uh, anything love, uh, leadership, anything that you need as far as coaching out there that I feel like to keep you balanced and better, I will do that as a coach for you. And if you want to reach out to me, please find a way to listen to this podcast and find ways to reach out to me and or Taylor for some coaching because I'd love to help you out if you need that help and anywhere in your life. And it's all in the podcast notes if you want to reach out to him. He does an awesome job. I know. And really transforms the lives of people every single day. I mean, just helping them become the people they want to be helping them become happier, more optimistic, all kinds of things like that. So definitely reach out to Chad. He would be awesome, and he can always give you a free consultation as well. Thank you. I just so, gave her a kiss because she did inspire me to be this and do this because she says I do it with her and everybody that I know every day. So so many people. It's insane. And I love it. So, hey, I, I love being a coach, a leader, a teacher. So, all right. So here's our summary. Thanks, babe, for helping me out there. Um, here's our eight keys. Just a quick summary, and then we'll turn it over to Taylor to wrap it up. The point number one is let go of last year, let go of the past. Number two, morning routine, establish one. Point number three, a fresh start daily. Don't forget, you can do that every day. Point number four, detox or minimize your social media. Point number five, use and check out the five high five habit. Point number six, tell yourself if you're going negative or bad anywhere to tell yourself in your mind or out loud, I'm not thinking about that. Point number seven, 
Focus on one goal that will propel you forward the most in your life. And point number eight, try to find and practice some cord cutting meditation to help you get rid of some any negative trauma or things from your past. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for listening to our show. We hope you're enjoying the Balanced and Better podcast. Please share it with a friend. Let somebody know that you're listening to our podcast and share it. It helps us grow and helps us help more people and impact more lives. Thank you, and we wish you an awesome start to 2023. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day and a great year.